ready. And we're doing one with you, which we're super excited about. Yeah, cute. Obviously. Female um, content creator, Arab, Right? That's a big <laughs> deal. That is a big deal. I mean, look, like what you're doing is awesome. Um, I wish I wish more people did that. I mean, you're you're not only like you're not only doing something that's okay, the alarm stopped. You're not only doing something that's like, you know, uh, a service for like the community, but you're also getting bands more exposure. And that's really what we need right now. Nobody knows about us. Um, and, you know, we can only do so much in terms of marketing ourselves. Um, we all have full-time jobs, right? Like Jude has to go to work after this. You have a full-time job. I have a full-time job. So like at the end of the day, you know, people the more people that can like help spread the word, the better it is for, for everyone. I think so, so. What you're what you're doing is awesome. Basically a bit of a background about me to kind of like put into context, um, what is more than indie Aslan? Um, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not a musician. I'm not, I didn't study music. I have no idea what I'm talking about most of the time, but I feel a lot. Um, and that's actually just been the pillar of, uh, this project or this platform. Yeah, no, I've noticed that all throughout my life, um, I got very drawn to like indie music to begin with, but then it's really just music that's non-commercial. I love rock. Um, I grew up listening to like 90s rock as well, and a bit of 80s, of course. And so Damon can feel that side of like things that are not necessarily on the radio. Um, yeah. And then with time, I have said Akhtar Akhtar, this music speaks to me and how much it films, for example, in like movies. Um, and then then the, the extra layer there was Adesh, this type of music allows artists to really be genuine. Yeah, totally. Which is a really strong value that I have. Like, I love people who are very genuine, honest, raw, just how they are, which is also why, at least with my content, I go on very unfiltered on my Instagram. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's, I that's the way to, to do it. And I love to encourage people to do that more. And I think that's one of the things that completely drew me to what you guys are doing. Like, you know, okay, what the I'm like, these guys are different. They're just obviously having fun. Like, that's like first layer. Like these guys just want to have fun, enjoy, not take things too seriously and just make things that they feel like making. Yeah, um, that's, that's basically who we are. Yeah. So tell me a bit about that. Like how did it, how, how would you say, um, this project serves an expression maybe that you and Jude kind of maybe had why don't you tell us, Jude? Mm -hmm. Hello. Hey. How did we start? Because I think I forgot. So I don't know. It was it was all random. And all of a sudden, uh, me and uh, Faisal, we were texting on uh, Instagram for some random shit. I, I can't remember, to be honest. But I think if we went back for the memory of Bin Hassala, uh, but anyways, yeah, I think we, we were talking about the music scene here in Fiskardi uh, and how's it growing gradually, step by step. So we wanted to have, uh, any, we wanted to have like, um, uh, what we call it, uh, a print in it, like a stamp, uh, a voice in Oehna Mojudin Lissa. Cause you know, we, we were part of the golden era 
على قولة الشباب في الميتال سين هنا which is 2007 to 2009 uh, it was great back then and uh, we wanted to, to live that moment all over again and uh, but differently in, in our own way and we wanted to sound different we wanted to bring, to bring like a new sound a new wave sound uh, to everything like experiment and ha just have fun and it turned out to be actual fun really like we're having super fun with it so yeah cool yeah keep in keep in mind that you know both both jude and i are are texting who of Sardia and of canada right and this is something that we probably wouldn't have been able to do back in back in 2007 to 2009 yeah. so it just goes to you know how like in 10 in 10 years plus i mean 12 years now um yeah you you have your the technology has has evolved so much that he can actually listen to studio quality recordings while they're happening like in front of him just by zoom so mm -hmm. you know we, we we got we got together and initially we were like let's 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 form a metal band and get into the style of 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 what we used to play back in the day um which was a combination of like thrash and um deathcore and blah 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 so we actually we actually wrote a song um and it was our first song that we haven't released and we're we're considering releasing it that's just a straightforward heavy metal song and then one thing led to another and we're like you know what why don't we just do why don't we just have a no strings attached no rules don't follow the grid um think out think outside of the box kind of situation and just share content whenever you have something recorded and we'll we'll put it together and we'll create this this thing called a song you know? so that's that's really, that's really i think how like at at its core that's what 966 is really it's 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 like you said in the beginning you know at some points like you don't really know what you're what you're doing and that's i think the best way to approach a situation like this is when you don't know what you're doing you sometimes end up making content that's actually very enjoyable and very fun for everybody and would you say this is really just like an experimental project or do you think for example would you want to stick to the genre that you're so far from what i've heard from your two songs it sounds recognizable well i don't know because <laughs> Because just like what Faisal said, uh, when we wrote the first song, the demo, which uh, which isn't released yet, uh, I don't know when, but uh, yeah, it, it it was a totally different sound. Like uh, we were still stuck in with the with the death metal, thrash metal kind of vibe. So we wanted to venture for the mood, hada, and um, it sounded good. Like we were super excited, and we had so much time to to start on social media. So within that time, starting on social media, we started working at a second song, which got released first, uh, Waja. Mm -hmm. And when we worked at Waja, uh, I think we we founded the sound that we wanted the most. Like it sounded super unique to us, uh, especially when I composed it, then, uh, then Faisal did his touches on it. Like he changed the song like crazy ways in, in different ways. And then when we added the breakdown, the metal part at the end, like the deathcore metal part at the end, it sounded super fantastic and tight. And we were super scared. Like, 
the moment, like two minutes before it got released, I remember it's we okay. were panicking, we were scared. Yeah, because yeah, it's you. totally <laughs> different. Yeah, because it's crazy, you know, uh, coming from a background, I've always been in a death metal band, always, always. And uh, I do play different styles, but I, I really enjoy playing in a death metal band. And Faisal is coming from a different background as well. He's going to talk about it. Um, but then when we did Waja, it sounded super weird, yet both of us are extremely open when it comes to music. Like, we don't mind trying stuff. And even if it sounded silly, we will work around it and just try to make it sound reasonable enough for anybody to listen to it. So, yeah, it was crazy. Nice. Um at this point, you know, the trajectory of 966, we're, we're doing it for fun. Um, and it's, it's amazing when you do something for fun, you'd expect that the reaction would be like, oh, you know what, whatever. But with, with, with all the positivity that we've been getting um, and the positive feedback that we've been receiving from, from, from when we released Wadja to now um, Noob, you know, we're starting to think about, okay, well, is this something that we want to take to, you know, the next level? Um, keep in mind that uh, we also, Jude and I are also part of another band that's that's essentially a full-on heavy metal, you know, your next level kind of punching in the face metal band. Um, yeah. And that's something that, you know, we also want to, we also want to pick up. So 966 right now is heading in, in a good direction. We like where it is. Uh, the fact that we're doing it for fun means that there really isn't any pressure. Um, you know, we've we've structured the band in a way where we 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 do everything in house. We are our own label. We set our own rules. Um, so it it's it's working out. It's working out great. Now, in terms of in terms of content, like yeah, we do have. You know, when we released Waja, everyone expected Noob to sound like Waja, right? Um, but it took on, it took on a completely different approach. You now have rap in, in basically a, a metal song, right. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, Wadja, it was more, you, you got the ethereal vibes with the growling and the, you know, the, the epic choruses, which, you know, still, which we, st which we still have in Noob, but, um, but that, that touch of, 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 of like cross collaborating with another artist is something new to us. And, and I think the next step is also going to be, you know, we're working on a couple of songs now and we're like, these songs sound nothing like what we've, what we've done, but that's what makes this project so exciting. Yeah. I would you say, I mean, so I come from a marketing background and so consistency and what a brand is and all of that, to me, it's something that I naturally am drawn to. I can pick up on those things just because it's, I've, been working in the field for like over 10 years so I'm like super fixated on that and that's the thing where I think when you released Noob it was like of course that's what I would have expected because that's almost as if like I expect to be surprised as a listener mm. I expect that whatever yeah which is weird because even like with your content that you were doing on Instagram nothing made sense it was like you know okay. <laughs> i don't get it i like it it's funny Fine, sure cool I mean, it's working out like that's that's exactly the type of want yeah 
<laughs> yeah, but then I think the mix of like retro wave colors, and then you have like metal and grinding, and then I'm like, what is I'm always like, I don't get it. I like it. So, so I have to, I have to give credit where credit is due. And obviously, you know, um, Jude, Jude is basically our, our, essentially like the creative director of this band. Like all of this, this, this idea, this thought process, you know, the synth wave retro style, um, the artwork, the, 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 you know, when we release things, the strategic planning and thinking, Jude does a lot of that heavy lifting. Um, and, you know, he, he brings that from, I guess, his, his experience. But at the same time, you know, you need someone, you need someone in a band that can do that. And mashallah, like, like Jude is, um, Jude is single-handedly the person that's responsible for creating our online presence. And I can honestly say, I'd be screwed without him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Tell us about your Sorry? tell us about your creative endeavors with my success. Ah, <laughs> it's it's crazy, you know, because uh, I come from a marketing background. And I've worked in it for for a long while. Uh, also, and I ventured into branding, and branding helped me out actually understanding even more how to attract people uh, in, in so many different ways. So yeah, uh, 966, uh, firstly, uh, I remember uh, you know, when we tried to figure out a name for the band, uh, it was crazy because we were, we were go going for something cosmic. It's super weird. And then we, w we were thinking about something local and Faisal suggested 966. And then we tried to play with the numbers, how it should be written, either 966 as it is now or just numbers. And it worked out. Then suddenly we thought about uh, the pigeon, uh, Bruce. Uh, we call him Bruce. And uh, Bruce is our top guy. So yeah, this is Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> All right. And uh, Bruce helps us out a lot. Yeah, he, he helps out with the, with the music. Uh, he helps out with the montage and uh, with the drumming as well. And uh, he's, on, uh, he's our model and uh, our brand uh, character as well. He's our symbol. How? He Why? represents us. Because in Saudi, yeah, okay. So in Saudi, uh, the most common yani, animals, you will find cats and pigeons. How are the most common? So we went with something more peaceful, pigeon. And uh, we chose Bruce. And uh, then we had the alter ego, which is the crow. We didn't figure out a name for him yet. I think we named him, Sahya Faisal. We gave him a name. I feel like we did. We need to just remember what that name was. Was it Aiden? Or no, was, it wasn't was it Aiden. Karen, Karen the Crow? Karen, Karen the Crow. So yeah, <laughs> Al Alter Ego is the Crow. And if we call artwork, yeah, she's a Karen. Oh, he's a Karen. Uh, yeah. So look, if you look at every artwork so far, we have two. Uh, three, actually, uh, if you count uh, Waja Instrumental. It's a story, and uh, it's, a, it's a personal struggle between Bruce and his alter ego, our inner sound, the dark inner sound, which is the crow. So it's going to be a long-ass story, and a cool artwork, until people will figure out what's going to happen yani, at the end of the day. So it's a whole scenario going on. And, and you know, one one thing that we, Jude, you know, might have, might have, he might have mentioned this, but we don't email. 
we use carrier pigeon as a way to like as a way to like deliver <laughs> mail because Bruce can fly from Jeddah and like make his mm. way make his way here. You know, like right, look at look at Bruce. Bruce showed up. Hey, go hey. away from Youth Place all the way here. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> we do it the old ways at nine six. On my Zoom, like Jude is on the row, on the bottom row, and then and you literally lifted him up from there. <laughs> <laughs> you have so to fine, I listen to Landa. Nice. So, I mean, like, I'm a bit curious with your influences, like how, what would you say, you, because you, you said you're both like pretty open musically. So mm. if you were to give me, I don't know, like top three per person of sounds that maybe you think people didn't know that you listened to. Uh, first of all, you should start. Um, well, obviously like, it's gonna it's gonna be a surprise to a lot of people, but I love pop. Like I love top forty music. Um, that stuff I think really helps with the creative elements of writing choruses, for example. Um, metal is obviously a, a expected genre that I that I enjoy as well. Um, and then you've got the in betweens, right? Uh, I can't really say that. I'm an expert in hip hop or in rap or in reggae or in ska, but genres that that have these elements in them, um, I, I'm attracted to. I mean, you know, for example, we we both listen to Dance Gavin Dance, right? And I really wouldn't categorize that band as like a purely metal band because they have some some great songs that I think sound poppy, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh. So it's it's I guess the third. The third genre would would be a cross of genres, essentially. I, I it's, it's difficult to nail it down because I I'd be lying to you if I said metal was my favorite genre, right? Mm. It's it's metal is believe it or not the music that I listen to the least. Um, I don't I like I I I might listen to metal in my car occasionally. Um, if I'm at the gym, I'll listen to metal, but. Typically, I, I listen to, to other things. Dude. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Dude only, no, no, no. only listens to, like, no. Cannibal Corpse and, and like, you know, nah. uh, Dima Borgir and all these, like, crazy nope. black metal bands. <laughs> no, no, no. No, nah, you you would think you would think you would think. Uh, and personally, yeah. I only listen to metal yeah. yani, at, at the gym, uh, and the only shows I would yani, attend would be a metal show only, unless it was a dance Gavin dance any show or John Mayer maybe John Mayer I would I would put John Mayer for the list. So yeah, uh, so not too high I love metal, but I love playing metal and it's top one indie and I love playing metal okay. Uh, I don't know a lot of bands like Susan or new bands. Like I, I, I'm not caught up. Yani, I'm very old school. But I listen to yani, everything yani, released recently. Okay, I try to uh, catch up yani, as as much as possible. Uh, but mainly, yani, uh, I listen to rap. I love rap, like classic rap, uh, hip hop. Uh, sometimes I listen to R&B. Not too much though. But yani, I'm, yani, I really, really love uh, rap. Yani. And uh, Noob was. Uh, 
was extremely shocking to me, like uh, working on something like that. Hososan and SKR, Shaq, he was amazing. He was amazing. Like, we were shocked. And because um, the moment I heard Faisal Yani singing, I was like, okay, this sounds really good, interesting, and surprising. Then when Shaq came in, everything was glued yani, perfectly, and it sounded perfect. So I was super happy with Noob. Uh, but mostly, yani, uh, the influence behind my, yani, probably the first thing I would listen to is always orchestra symphonies. I liked listening to Vivaldi, Mozart, or Beethoven. Yeah, as much as possible, yani, but not always. But yeah, I would definitely stick with rap and hip hop. So it makes a lot of sense now that you mention it, that I hear like, oh yeah, of course. And the, the progression that there's, I mean, I know you've just released two songs under 966, but it's, they both have this element of quite a lengthy progression where it just keeps on building up, 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 whether it goes in a, in a direction and it doesn't need to be linear uh, in terms of mm. 2D, it, but it's it keeps going up and then in 3D like shifts into rap or now it shifted into growling. But that layer was definitely a top up a la um, And that's that's one of the things that I experienced in both songs like, oh shit. And then next I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and maybe that's, that's the part which with, with yeah. orchestra, maybe that um, the journey that it takes the listener on you can visualize mm. had an influence from the fact that you listen to that. Definitely, especially Nas Zay Vivaldi. I mean, I'm a big fan of Vivaldi. Uh, because to accept metal, because he was pretty heavy, يعني, for a symphonic يعني, guy. So yeah, I love Vivaldi. So every time I compose, I think the way Vivaldi thinks. Wow. Uh, progression, and I like it. I really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, um, you know, you, you talked about um, Scarstar or Shaq. Um, he, you know, one thing, one thing that that we're very lucky to have is is you know, the the music scene in Saudi is is growing at an un, like an exponential rate. It's growing so fast that it's almost hard to keep up. Mm. Um, you know, our our vocalist was also part of. Um, our other vocalist, Majid, was also part of the the, the golden era stuff, um, and you know, dealing with dealing with a guy like him, he is so consistent in his singing. Um, it's almost it's almost like it, you can't compare him to anybody else that sings and growls like he does. Um, he also does some amazing things with his voice that you know. Like for example, in, in in Noob, there's a there's a robotic section. That's actually him just recording right into a microphone without any effects, without yeah. anything at all. That's just his natural voice. I mean, that's not his speaking voice, obviously, because that would be weird. Um, but <laughs> it's it's his natural voice being recorded directly into a microphone. Um, and Shaq comes in, and just the level of talent, like you're dealing with with yeah, we're all doing this as right now, uh, a hobby, but everyone that 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 plays or sings in 966 or participates in this band brings their A game. And that's what makes this project so enjoyable, right? You're not you're not just working with someone who throws a bunch of chords together and goes, Yeah, let's let's just make a song. 
yeah. know, Jude, Jude writes a song. Um, what I like about his writing style is that he, he'll say, you know what, this is, this is a riff. Let's sit there and layer it. Um, and we sit there and we layer it. And there are parts in, in our songs that only we know exist, um, but you guys can't hear it. Um, and that's, I think, part of the creative process as well. There's, there's, there's parts of the songs that we've made that are enjoyable to us because we know the amount of effort and time it took in to layer it. But we just, we know that without it, it just feels weird. But you really can't hear it. It just feels super weird. Um, the stripped on version of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, I mean, like in terms of if pushing each other and inspiring each other and then maybe having that kind of um, space where you think like, okay, I'm going to give things the time it needs and the effort it needs and the space, right? Because you need to give things some breathing space to let it settle and you come back to it. Um, that influence or that energy or that dynamic comes out within the work, especially like for, especially the fact that I think maybe for you guys, you've known each other for so long. Um, then there's the fact, the other factor, which is remote work. So Oof, yeah. about that? like, how does, how does the energy, how do you, how do you communicate like energy? <laughs> Yeah, like Jess, go ahead. Yeah. No, not you. <laughs> Look, um, uh, um, one thing that that we we agreed upon at the get go is that we we don't bring our you know we don't bring our egos into this. Um, mm. At the end of the day, we sit there and the way we make our decisions is we think you know what is best for the song. Um, there are times where Jude will will straight up tell me he'd be like, "Dude, there is no way we're putting that in," and I'll tell him no, I want this part in the song. And, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a discussion about that particular element as it relates to the song, mm. right? Not as it relates to our personal feelings and, you know, I spent hours writing this track or I spent, you know, a, a leap year putting this melody together. No, if it, it just sometimes just doesn't jive, it's some, sometimes it just doesn't fit. And, I think the 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 experience that we had from being in these bands um, previously is that you realize very quickly that if you if you start sugarcoating your feedback, it only builds resentment at the end of the day, and you don't you end up not getting anything done. We all want to like we all want to like you know the remote work sucks. Like I would I would rather be sitting next to Jude and talking to him face to face, but you kind of have to ask yourself, like, what brings us to do this? It's because we want to, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the the reason why we want to is because there's no judgment, there's no there's no BS, and we don't we don't stroke each other's egos. Honestly, at, at the end of the day, like, if 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 we wanted to do that, then there was there's no point in us making making music. Mm -hmm. So so that I think is is my take on it, Jude. Yeah, I definitely agree, and you said it right. Uh, I remember the the first time we zoomed on Faisal, and it was probably the first time we saw each other for probably six, seven years, or, or even more. Yeah. So we were talking about music and how we want to go forward with this, and I remember the second time uh, when we zoomed, I and I already sent him the first track, the demo. 
and uh, we stayed working on it for about three, four hours. And it's 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 a commitment that we enjoy, and we don't feel we don't feel time in it. Like really, any whenever whenever I wake up and do work and go to the gym, uh, I'm racing time and I'm I'm wrestling time. So I hate that feeling. But whenever I work, my face on music for six, sometimes eight, sometimes ten hours straight at a Zoom, and we and we don't even talk. We don't even talk. We just sit there in silence and just listen listen to Faisal and whatever he's doing, my Bruce, uh, working for mastering, mixing, automation, leveling, whatever it is, and just in complete silence. And then whenever something pops, uh, we talk for like a few seconds. What do you think about this, that, that? Okay, let's delete this. And we continue on. I have my meals. He, go, he goes and have his uh, job meetings and everything. And just uh, we enjoy it, like literally enjoy it. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna bring my female emotions into Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, one day, I mean, one of the meta. Uh, I think it was Ala Waja when we were working on the last stages in Waja. I was halas, I mean, I was working out for gym. my my schedule was different that day. Uh, that week spe- specifically, so I was working. Uh, I was going to the gym from early morning. So what I come Faisal working for the studio. So I zoomed Ma'a for the gym, and sometimes I go dipping for the swimming pool, and he's on Zoom, <laughs> and we're working on a song. This is how committed we are. Yeah, wallah. Passion. This is I how committed it. we are to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we love it. We enjoy it. Marra, marra, and <laughs> I was like, I was just gonna drop this here. I should have shy. <laughs> casually drop it there, which just worked out great. Can't do yeah. it. <laughs> so what do we do? I like tag him in the comments. I'm like, FYI. <laughs> yeah, France <laughs> Lucifer. Kindly find the burn attached. Um yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 great how this whole project came together. And I think uh, a lot of it goes to, you know, a lot of it goes speaks to, you know, who we are as, as players. But, um, you know, I, I do I do want to say that this would probably not have happened had it not been for the amazing growth that Sardia has experienced lately. Um, it it's actually inspiring and wonderful to see people be able to express themselves freely um, as artists, mm-hmm. as singers, songwriters, as musicians. And, you know, I, I, I came back to Sardia um, in December mm. and it was so nice to see the, the new wave of metal bands there um, and also to meet with people who were there from 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 the beginning i remember going to my like the first gig i went to um in riyadh uh, i met up with uh, um with gigi from from heavy arabia who is just like what she's pr- providing to the metal scene is a huge service that you know goes i think a lot of the times unnoticed like she is she really is a pioneer in her field. Um, and that is that is something that needs to be recognized and need to and needs to be said. Um, we met up, we met up at Starbucks and we just had a brief conversation about you know what Heavy Arabia is. Keep in mind, I've never met her before. Okay. 
Okay. Like I have no idea who she is. I met her maybe for five minutes over zoom with Jude. Um, and we met up at Starbucks and we talked about, you know, the metal scene. I was like, you know what? This is exciting. Let's go to, let's go to this, this, um, this venue. Mm. So we get to the venue and immediately when I'm in there, I start getting a bit of anxiety. Um, because back in 2008, Jude and I used to like, Jude had this thing called, um, uh, metal night, right. Where my band at the time, Octum would open for Jude's band, Breeze of the Dying. Um, and we'd bring in other bands to come in and play as guests, but we we would have about 100, 150 people there, um, all coming in to enjoy metal. It was free of charge. We weren't charging any money for tickets. You know, it was just bring your gear, plug in your stuff and play for people. And everyone, everyone would have a great time. I mean, the gigs were so much fun, but we always knew that we were taking some sort of risk. We weren't doing anything wrong, but someone could read into it incorrectly and that could really get us into trouble. Um, so there was that element of, is what we're doing taboo? Is what we're doing, you know, wrong? Um, and so when I went to this gig, I got those feelings. I went, am I, am I supposed to, am I allowed to be here? You know, is this, is this right? Mm -hmm. And I was very fortunate enough, you know, to, to see guys from, um, from Entropia, um, uh, Dusk, and Dune. And they literally, honestly, honest to God, those guys are just stand-up people. They, they took me in with like open arms. I mean, they, they, they were just straight up a very inclusive group of people. Um, and I didn't feel left out or isolated, um, which speaks volumes to like how much we've matured as musicians in that society, you know, back in the day, ego was a big thing. Um, but you know, it's today it's, it's everyone, everyone's there supporting one another. And I think that that's, that's so beautiful. And then when I went back to Jeddah and saw Jude, you know, I hung out with the guys from wasted land and, and, uh, did we, we hung out with, did we hang out with immortal pain? No, they were busy. Um, it was just nice. Um, yeah. Moyed, Moyed was there. Mm. Um, it was nice to see that the scene is still alive even after all this time and it's doing so well. Yeah. How is it for you like coming from Canada? I mean, we 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 touched a bit on the subject of like being expats and I I mean, Jude, you've also lived in Boston for so long. Um and I always like to to tap into the subject of language and the music scene in the entire yes. world and then also then content itself because for me personally making figuring out so like i'm lebanese i've been i lived in lebanon most of my life and then i lived in dubai for a year and then i moved to the netherlands and i've been here for five years where i keep thinking like okay if i'm going to make content i obviously need to think of marketing where i am my target audience and then it has to be in english because like what mm. no it doesn't make sense and I struggled, like it really was a challenge for like months on months to figure out my voice. I'm like, my voice is bilingual. It's it's very difficult for me to just like, consistently speak in English. Until eventually I'm like, you know what? 
فاين ام جست كنا ميك ذس ثينج وحاحكي انجلش وعربي واللي بده يجي اهلا وسهلا اكزاكتلي بس ذا واز ذا سترونج بوينت ذات اوبند اب ذا هول لايك ليترلي ذا هول ميدل ايست اي هاف بيبل فروم لايك اول ذيس ديفرنت كونتريز ار لايك يس هاي ما كثير في ناس عم يعملوا اللي عم تعمليه اند ذس از لايك ذات وير وير اول وير اول لايك اور بيبل لايك يور ماي بيبل اند ذاتس واي ام دوينج سو هاو از ات فور يو جايز coming back to Saudi and merging, you know, the metal sounds with Arabic lyrics sometimes, or just topics maybe that you relate to, like gaming, for instance. Um, and you talk a bit about like the ego dying out a bit. So like, how's it been for you? Like on a personal level, these topics. So. Uh, to me personally, and uh, I remember before going to Boston uh, and I was playing for Breeze of the Dying, uh, we never used Arabic at all, at all. Uh, and back in the day, metal was extremely rare. You would, you would find melodic death a lot. You would find, for example, stone or rock, like Sound of Ruby, Shabab. So it's amazing. And يعني كل الباندات اللي كانت طالعة في ذاك الوقت amazing من من الأول لآخرهم. بس it was it was it was a fight من ناحية مين يقدم شيء مختلف like who's gonna play something different. So ما كان في thinking marketing. It was thinking what what I will serve the people. This is what I'm serving, so you have to take it. خلاص. This is what what we're gonna deliver to you. Now we take a lot of things in mind like. Uh, we need to market this right. We need to sound different. We need to stand out in our own way. And we want to, and we don't want to be included around the world. We want to stand out like, oh, these guys sound different. Oh, these guys sound, oh, it sounds Saudi, whatever it is, but we want to stand out. And Wajah was the first step. Uh, Well, we roll the dice, so I think yani, we placed the Arabi in the exact right moment. Bad uh, solo, full breakdown, so it's a, a lot of frustration. And we thought yani, this would be the most humble and welcoming way to introduce Arabic to metal, pop, whatever it sounded like. Noob, Noob was, uh, I would say, a, a gut feeling that it will work. Ben and Ben Faisal, we were like, betting on how the shape like we were saying oh my god if this had arabic this will boom like crazy and uh i think it did alhamdulillah like judging from a, a week it, it looks good so far alhamdulillah being a new band actually so it looks good Faisal, do you have anything to add um i mean jude basically captured it all uh you know leaving study in 2008 um exactly what what jude was saying i think it was it was you know how how do we serve the people um which isn't a bad thing to do but you weren't really you you were you were making content for different reasons um and then coming to coming to vancouver i i i did experience a different side of the music industry one where there's you know making music is essentially a business transaction right um there is paperwork there are contracts there are agreements there are record deals there's a certain requirement of albums that you have to make um how you get your song licensed what type of like what royalty structures do you have 
all of these things that we didn't know anything about when we were making music. Um, and then there's there's also the the elements of of, of live music uh, that we didn't have idea. We were literally guys that, that had you, you know, dude, you'll probably remember these pedals, the zoom uh, the zoom five oh fives or what is it seven oh sevens, those little stomp boxes um, with cables that we bought from like Dualia that were not the greatest cables in the world speakers from Dualia, um, a, a mixing box, and we plug that in with an electric drum kit. Our bassist was just a bass player who bought, you know, I feel bad for the bassist because they they just, they brought their bass and plugged it in right into the mixer. And so you had the bass's, a bass's dynamic range is crazy. And so you had this bass player that was playing everything and the sound was bouncing off different areas. Um, it's It's different here. Here, there's 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 a dedicated crew that deals exclusively with sound, and rehearsal here is different than rehearsals to Sardia, where you literally got together, you ordered albeck, right, and <laughs> sat there and was like, let's just play the song. Yeah, you know, it sounds fine, it sounds good, whatever. Um, we're good to go. Yeah. So. There are there are there are like positive elements that I that I've acquired obviously from 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 the West in terms of what we and we've incorporated those elements especially in our in our mixing and um, mastering when it comes to the songs that we've made with nine six six I think a lot of that has been has been because of what I've learned here during my you know process as a as a musician and then coming back. Um, we can now, you know, we can now apply these concepts to our music. And, you know, the next step that Jude and I were thinking about and have already gotten, have already, wow, I can't even speak. And we've, we've gotten the ball rolling um, is we want to be able to give back to the, give back to our community. You know, we want to be able to, to assist bands by growing and sounding more pro there's nothing wrong with sounding more pro um sounding more pro having cleaner mixes having louder masters um you know providing them with 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 a with a basically a a nice furnished uh bespoke style service for their particular genre um and so we we decided to create you know 966 records which um which is taking off pretty well and and we do have a couple of bands under our belt um that's amazing and hopefully their yeah hopefully their music will will be out soon but it's um <laughs> it's something that it's something that we do take take pride in and and like jude was saying the scene before is completely different than the scene is now um there are there are some core elements like the element of like collegiality everyone everyone in the metal scene a, it's it's a tight knit community. That's that's the metal scene for Saudi. It is a tight knit community where everyone is just essentially like family. Mm. Um, there is a mutual respect for everybody. Um, there is there is very little ego, and we're all friends. And I'm 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 I can tell you that that is a very fortunate position to be in. And if you are part of that metal community, you are very lucky because it's not the same out here. 
Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a community, but bands are competing against one another. And the competition can sometimes be fierce. It yeah. can be very fierce and it can be cutthroat. But what I found about our scene is, you know, the, when we released new dusk reached out, reached out to me and was like, Hey man, I just want to say big congratulations on your track. Um, uh, and he was very, like, he was, he was a gentleman about it. He shared our track. We had other bands share our music. And when other bands release their music, we share their music, exactly, right? Yeah. Tell, me, tell me any other place that does that. But that's something uh, I experienced, uh, if I may share. When I first came out with More Than Indie, like, I, I, I really put myself out there. I actually was reaching out to people and being like, hey, guys, I'm this person. I'm from Lebanon. I just started this thing and it's nice to meet you. Hey, I literally put myself out there. And this was coming from after having lived abroad, ma COVID, where, where we were completely like bowled up um, in a foreign country, didn't really get a chance to like make friends and socialize. So I feel like I had lost two years of my life in a foreign place where I could have been kind of like exposing myself to the world here. And then I'm like, okay, I just started this thing, opened up randomly to like some people in, in the Arab world. And then everyone was starting to be supportive, like Ace from Steel Shout, Ktir, he's like, we're, 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 we're constantly bouncing off of things of each other. Um, there's like uh, record labels in Saudi, people in Jordan, like also content creators in Jordan. And of course, like in Lebanon, we have Beirut Jam Sessions and I've gotten in touch with them. Ktir has said the difference welcoming support values we are warm mm. we're, we're open we like to support each other but to your point like without expecting anything in return i'm just gonna do it because i feel it but that's something that i really appreciate and uh it means that like it's diff it's tough to say it's i feel <laughs> it's tough to say it it's difficult but it's really nice and i think that um the more we're being vocal about that quality, the more people from our community are going to be like, Sah, you know, true, yes, we should stick with each other and we should help each other grow. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really, yeah, I like that. And it's nice that you guys are also taking the initiative to like start this record as well, like record label as well to bring in that. And I think that also comes a bit with age, right? Like at some mm. point in your, career or in your age you feel like okay well what is my role I've done the things that I want to do that will bad then like where you can't just keep going up at some point you need to like grow true true I mean uh and yeah, coming out in the middle scene back in the time back in the day but then Methan Faisal going to Canada I'm pretty sure and he was uh, in different bands over there he was signed by a record uh, label at one point um and I remember back in 2008, you know, we, Breeze of the Dying, my band got uh, an actual contract from one of the record labels back in the time. But we couldn't do it because we were afraid. You know, I was up to it. I was crazy enough to do it. Uh, a few of the guys, but the others had a lot of commitment. So I wanted to, to live that feeling because I was super into music back in the day, being 
in a band and whatnot. So when I went back, uh, when I went to Boston, uh, I joined a few bands, but never got signed. But I enjoyed uh, touring and all of that. So this is what I'm trying to do and deliver Hina because it's a new market. Yeah. Uh, it's a growing market. And I really hope we stick around together as a family and as friends and support each other for a long time as much as possible. Bess, I want to provide services. I want them to live, even, even if it's a, an experienced band, any aged, well-aged, well-experienced, they need to live um, these moments here in Saudi, especially with expansion musically and in the entertainment sector. Uh, we need to deliver these aspects, like touring, why not? We could do it. Like, go, Akid, TikTok, I have people from Hail, from Taif, from Qasim, and they're all metalheads, and it's it's freaky. And when you think of it, but okay, finas, they're actual people so why not? And you try and, and do like a tour map around the Saudi, around the GCC countries. Why not? Almina region. It would be fun, it would be crazy. I'm pretty sure it's doable, it will need time and it yeah. will need a lot of patience. But it's easy to reach, and it's not difficult if you put your heart into it. Yeah. For so sure. yeah. Yeah, حتى بلبنان there's all metal scene that I'm I'm sure like yeah. definitely mm. go there. It's crazy over there. Yeah, it, sure. it's I think I think the the overarching theme about this particular topic is that no one wants to see any Middle Eastern band, any band from the Saudi metal scene or the rock scene fail. That would that would really that would really suck and we don't we wouldn't let it get to that point it's interesting though uh i was uh i was talking to Faisal the other day about the opportunities you know bringing a metal uh, scene even any you know, broader and expanding or exposing them you know, to the to, to, to globally mm. especially for scenes in uh, scene in america it's a very tough scene over there but i'm pretty sure in the scene in america and yeah when I was there playing in different bands and touring, uh, I've noticed, you know, like, they, they, they have listened to each and every different style over there, even the crazy stuff, like, for clown band and, and different styles, like jazz, metal, they, they listen to everything. But the new thing is, they didn't listen to Arabic stuff. And when they listen to Arabic, and once they get exposed to Arabic stuff, they love it. And this is one of the things... I saw as a positive back uh, when I was in Boston. So that's why we're trying to, and you try to push people in and here in Saudi Arabia. to actually consider experimenting. So try to add more Arabic, sound different. And when you look at, for content creators from America or from Canada, they're the biggest, mostly, for Nick Nocturnal and when they listen to music globally, they always pick out the most different thing ever. Mojood. Yeah, exotic. Whether it was from India, ew, exotic. Whether it was from India or Belarus or La Matidrim fan. But they were never in Saudi or in an Arab country. And they picked, before I think they picked a Lebanese, Lebanese band or a Palestinian band. So I don't know. I'm not pretty sure. But anyways, this is what we want to do. We want the metal scene to sound different, you know, um, a music scene, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, 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 nice. Um, I mean, I think we're coming to the end of this great conversation. 
um, I want to ask you, do you guys have any questions for me? Uh, well, I don't have a question for you, but I definitely want to say shout out to you and, and, and you know, great job for, for putting the, the Middle Eastern scene on, on the map. Um, what you're doing is fantastic. Um, you know, what, what you guys do, and by, by you guys, I'm also thinking about uh, another, another person who I've had the privilege of meeting in person, um, Ace, uh, what, the, what, the, what the two of you are doing for our scene is, is so good. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. And, mm -hmm. you know, you should, you really should feel proud of the work that you've, you've put out um, because that's what we need. We need people to, 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 to expose everyone's content in an unbiased and in a, in a, in a fair way. And that's what you're doing. And, and props to you for doing that. Seriously. I mean, I, I can't speak on, on behalf of the metal community. That's, that's too egotistical of me, but I can definitely <laughs> tell you that, you know, and I hope, I hope Jude doesn't, doesn't get pissed that I'm saying this, but on behalf of like 966, like what you're doing is just huge. And that's, that's really, that's really what I wanted to say. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record, Yanni, because I told Ace how that can, I'm, I'm going to say it to you because this is the first time we, we, we speak, Yanni. Um, so I told Ace, you know, anyone could do this job, Alpha, uh, interviewing bands or whatever, podcasting, but it takes it takes a lot to stick around and to grow and have patience and commit to it and believe in it. It's not like every day to believe in anything like you started with probably two followers, three followers and look at you now in probably two, three years, you'll get your break and you'll hit a 100K. You never know because it's not well it's not so easy to commit to it Alpha, and just to continue developing stuff and and whenever you see method and you upload a video or a review and you see big numbers and the next video you see low numbers you get hurt best you work and you keep pushing so this is tough this is like really tough stuff and it's not easy yeah. uh so great job really great job and i'm, I'm pretty sure and i believe in you and i believe in you know, this will grow someday because you're doing something different than anyone else. Yani. Ace is in his world. This is this is not Steel Shot. This is not Ace. This is more than indie. So the focus is on you. You're you're 100%. You're doing something different than anyone. You're you're touching at a different genres. You're touching at a different music. And had the nasal of metal, they they're listening to something different through you. So you're opening doors and you're opening gates, Linas, and to venture markets through this journey. So yeah, keep that journey alive and don't. Don't thank give up. Thank you so much. It means a lot. It's awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Well, we wish you the best, Andy. And inshallah, Andy, this is the start of bigger things. And uh, I'm pretty sure you'll get your break. And you guys are well. inshallah. It's just, uh, also just doing this for fun. So please keep making music. We'll do Enjoy listening to your music <laughs> and filming myself. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Right. We'll do it.